Day 19. The Little Hunchback. In the kingdom of Kashgar, there lived a tailor and his wife. One day, when the tailor was hard at work, a little hunchback came and sat at the entrance of the shop and began to sing and play his tambourine. The tailor was amused and thought he would take him home to divert his wife. The hunchback agreed to his proposal. When they reached the house, they found the table ready laid for supper, and in a very few minutes, all three were sitting before a beautiful fish which the tailor's wife had cooked. But unluckily, the hunchback happened to swallow a large bone and died. Besides being very sorry for the poor man, the tailor and his wife were very much frightened on their own account, for if the police came to hear of it, the couple ran the risk of being thrown into prison for willful murder. To prevent this calamity, they decided to throw suspicion on someone else. So they selected a Jewish doctor, who lived close by as the author of the crime. So the tailor picked up the hunchback by his head, while his wife took his feet, and carried him to the doctor's house. Then they knocked at the door. A servant soon appeared and inquired what they wanted. Tell your master, said the tailor, that we have brought a very sick man for him to cure. When the servant remounted the stairs to give the message to the doctor, the tailor and his wife carried the body swiftly, propped it up at the top of the staircase, and ran home as fast as their legs could carry them. Now, the doctor was very delighted at the news of a patient, for he was young and had not many of them. He rushed out of his room, and he ran towards the staircase. There, he nearly fell over the body of the hunchback, and without knowing what it was, gave it such a kick that it rolled right to the bottom. A light! A light! he cried, and when it was brought and he saw what he had done, he was almost beside himself with terror. It is all over with us, he wailed, if we cannot find some means of getting the body out of the house. For a long while, the doctor and his wife continued to turn over in their minds a way of escape. I have thought of something. Let us carry the body on the roof of the house and lower it down to our neighbor, the Muzzleman, said his wife. Now this Muzzleman was employed by the Sultan and furnished his table with oil and butter. The doctor agreed, and they took up the hunchback, and passing cords under his armpits, they led him down into the sultan's purveyor's bedroom. Scarcely had they got back to their own house when the purveyor entered his room. He was astonished to see a man standing in his chimney. Ah! he cried. So it is you who steal my butter. I'll take care that you don't want to come back. So saying, he struck him several hard blows with a stick. The corpse fell on the floor. Wretch that I am, said he, I have murdered a man. But when he had got over the first shock, he began to think of some way out of the difficulty. And seizing the hunchback in his arms, he carried him out into the street, leaning him against the wall of a shop. A few minutes before the sun rose, a rich Christian merchant left his house to go to the bath. He was so drunk that in his haste 
he jostled against the hunchback who fell heavily upon him, and the merchant, thinking he was being attacked by a thief, knocked him down with one blow of his fist. He then called loudly for help, beating the fallen man all the while. The chief policeman of the quarter came running up and found a Christian ill-treating a Muslim. What are you doing? he asked indignantly. He tried to rob me, replied the merchant, and very nearly choked me. Well, you have had your revenge, said the man, catching hold of his arm. Come, be off with you. As he spoke, he held out his hand to the hunchback to help him up, but the hunchback never moved. Oh, he went on, looking closer. So this is the way a Christian has the impudence to treat a Muslim. And seizing the merchant in a firm grasp, he took him to the inspector of police. As the hunchback was one of the sultan's private jesters, the chief of police went to the palace to demand an audience and told his story to the sultan who only answered, There is no pardon for a Christian who kills a Muslim. Do your duty. The merchant was led to the foot of the gallows. The executioner knotted the cord firmly round the unfortunate man's neck and was just about to swing him into the air, when the sultan's purveyor dashed through the crowd and cried, Stop! Stop! Don't be in such a hurry! It was not he who did the murder, it was I. Then he told them the whole story. Loose the cords from the Christian's neck, the police commanded, turning to the executioner, and hang this man in his place, seeing that by his own confession he is the murderer. The hangman did as he was bid, and was tying the cord firmly when he was stopped by the voice of the Jewish doctor besieging him to pause. Worshipful sir, he began, this Muslim whom you desire to hang is unworthy of death. I alone am guilty. Then he told them the whole story. On hearing the declaration of the Jewish doctor, the chief of police commanded that he should be led to the gallows, and the sultan's purveyor go free. The cord was placed round the Jew's neck, and his feet had already ceased to touch the ground, when the voice of the tailor was heard besieging the executioner to pause one moment and listen to what he had to say. Oh, my Lord, he cried, turning to the chief of police, how nearly have you caused the death of three innocent people? But if you will only have the patience to listen to my tale, you shall know who is the real culprit. If someone has to suffer, it must be me. Then he told them the whole story. The chief of police and the crowd of spectators were lost in astonishment. The executioner speedily untied the knots which confined the doctor and was passing the cord round the neck of the tailor when the sultan of Kashgar who had missed his jester, happened to make inquiry of his officers as to what had become of him. They told him everything. The Sultan of Kashgar no sooner heard these words than he ordered an usher to go to the chief of police and to bring all the persons concerned in the hunchback's death 
together with the corpse that he wished to see once again. Accordingly, the chief of police at once set out for the palace, taking with him the tailor, the doctor, the purveyor, and the merchant who bore the dead hunchback on their shoulders. The sultan was so much struck by the circumstances that he ordered his private historian to write down an exact account of what had passed, so that in the years to come the miraculous escape of the four men who had thought themselves murderers might never be forgotten. The sultan asked everybody concerned in the hunchback's affair to tell him their stories. Among others was a prating barber whose tale about one of his brothers follows.